Jose Barajas, it's good to see you. Freshly haircut, you got your quarantine haircut, man. Yeah, Looks like great. I said, I, I tried to cut it myself and I realized why I went to a barber, so. <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky you got a good shaped head man yeah it's if really it was a little good. oblong it might not, it might not work out but uh i think yeah. I, I kind of pulled it off so my mom and i have a square head and um the advice i've been given is not to shave my head <laughs> yeah you look good man you look good it's good I, like you're very fortunate to be able to do a cut like that Okay, so this is not, in fact, the Quarantine Barbershop podcast, as much as we maybe would want this to be. Um, and it looks like I'm in a basement, so let me try and fix the lighting. Now I look like a CIA agent. Um, but today today, <laughs> today we're going to talk about, it's a very exciting day for Attack IQ. So for how long have you been working on this, for the Center for, with the Center for Threat and Form Defense, Jose? How long has it been? Uh, well, since since its inception, since uh, you know, Tag IQ joined uh, the CTID as a founding member, we've we've been kind of involved, um, you know, every step of the way with them. So, um, whenever that was, I guess end of last year, beginning of this year, I don't even know since I've been locked yeah. at home this whole time. <laughs> yes, exactly. We're in a time warp situation. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, that's I awesome. Was, I think it was earlier. I think earlier this year, or maybe late last year. I forget the exact timing. So, about a little over six months. And as we're going to talk about today, right, quite a few uh, projects are coming to fruition as part of that partnership. And, uh, well, that's kind of why we're here for today, right? So we'll yeah. talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Let me offer. So today, um, MITRE's Center for Threat Informed Defense. MITRE is a, a nonprofit that operates in, in the public interest, a federally funded research and development center, center um, with whom Attack IQ is very closely partnered. And one of the organizations within MITRE that we work closely with is the Center for Threat Informed Defense. Um, and today, the exciting news is they've launched their first emulation plan focused on FIN6, which for those of you who don't trade in three-letter acronyms followed by a number, uh, is a cyber criminal group that focuses on financial theft and a lot of ransomware uh, and more. So it's a big day just because of FIN6. FIN6 has been able to break into networks, steal data, conduct ransomware attacks uh, quite a bit all over the world for the last few years. And this emulation plan will help security organizations put a stop to it. So that's the one big defensive takeaway that we're going to talk about. But as Jose and I were, were indicating when we weren't talking about haircuts up front, today's announcement is also a historic first. Um, it's the first major research project that the Center for Threat and Form Defense has put out around uh, cybersecurity emulation plans. And that's, um, so for background on the center, it's a vital research organization that brings together some of the world's leading companies, and Jose will tell us more about that, um, all concerned with cybersecurity. With MITRE's researchers, so you get like some of the smartest national security, cybersecurity researchers in the United States, um, plus Attack IQ, uh, and we're one of the founding members. Um, and the goal is to, to, to crack hard security problems, and that's what this emulation plan does. And so we're super excited to have Jose here. Jose was... Um, was there for the first uh, podcast that we did, and he sort of affirmed for me how and why this is such a good idea because he's so much fun to have on. He's a technical lead at Attack IQ. He's a malware researcher. Um, he's he's just super smart, uh, and he's been Attack IQ's rep to the Center for Threat and Form Defense from the beginning. Um, and he's also an amateur barber, obviously. So, Jose, tell us um, what what is Fin6? Who are these guys, and what are they about? Yeah, so so Fin6 is a group. Uh, that has been 
followed by by the industry. So obviously MITRE's tracking them and others have been tracking them as well. Uh, and the, the reason why we have that three-letter acronym FIN is because they're known to actually target financial organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, some uh, publicly have attributed to Russia. Um, you go to MITRE, that attribution is steadily there. But I think in general, you can say that some of this behavior is being generated in that uh, you know, part of the world uh, and is definitely targeting, you know, based on the threat reports that we analyzed, uh, targeting financial organizations, uh, targeting organizations with point of sales and kind of web payment systems as well. Um, mm-hmm. So what this really means is that if uh, those type of systems are ones that you as an organization manage, or if you're a financial organization, um, you know, this emulation plan and, and FIN6, I should say, uh, you know, is representative of things you should likely care about from a defense perspective. Yep, that's right. And in my research, Jose, it's they're 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 known as a criminal group, but they've not been attributed to any specific nation state. But they may be based in Russia. They Correct. Be. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That yeah. was kind of what I was hinting at. Right. 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 I, yeah. I learned this through you know open source research. There's not a lot of attribution around them out there in the world. Yeah, I think uh, I've been hearing attribution for, you know, since the beginning of my career. And I mean, it's still a hard thing, um, you know, to do today. Um, so uh, I think I think at the end of the day, I mean, there's definitely some value in attribution. But at, at the end of the day, right, I think it's um, understanding these groups and what they typically do so that we can um, know where to focus on, uh, mm-hmm. I think is a more important part. You know, at the end of the day, if it's Russia or some other country or part of the world, uh, it really doesn't matter because if I'm a financial organization, these are the types of behaviors I should be focused on. Uh, yep. In my, is my, is my kind of feedback there. Yeah. So we'll, let's get into that on the emulation plan. I think the interesting thing about attribution is that um, you tend to do it like nation states tend to do it when they're trying to to punish another nation state or when they're trying to punish a, sure. a specific criminal group for a specific reason. So for sanctions and building a case against them legally, that's. That's part of the reason why. But if you're just trying to blunt their techniques, you're, and this 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 is much more focused on techniques. So, Jose, tell us a little bit about the history of the CTID and um, who they are, who's in it. Yeah. So, along with the Tech IQ as part of the founding members, we also have some nonprofits involved as well, such as the Center for Critical Security Controls, so CIS Controls, uh, Center for Internet Security. Um, they're also involved as well. So, it's really an initiative across the board, you know, from industries, from technologies to finance, um, you know, us being one of the uh, few vendors that are involved to some even nonprofit organizations that, you know, help make the security industry better. Right. And then there's MITRE. Are the MITRE researchers actively involved as well? Absolutely. Yeah. MITRE is absolutely involved across the board in all projects. Uh, But yeah, these are some of the organizations that are working with us today uh, on these projects. So it's cool. It's like it's it's um, major companies that should be concerned about cybersecurity for their own sake because they don't want to be attacked. And then people who research and, 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 and think about threats. And then for us, uh, a cybersecurity company that builds capability. Exactly. So it's a good mix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a good mix uh, kind of across the board. Uh, we talk about a little bit more about my involvement in the you know, FinSix emulation plans, uh, kind of at the tactical level. I know we want to talk about that a little bit today. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, you know, we can, uh, I can talk about, you know, how that kind of played out in terms of right areas of focus, given what, what, what each and every one of us do. Yeah. What did you learn? What were, what are some of your big takeaways from the process? Yeah. So I think one of the, one of the big takeaways from the process is, is uh, you know, first and foremost is um, I think the way that the cybersecurity industry has matured has been amazing. 
Uh, and what I mean by that is, you know, when I started my career, maybe 14 years ago, uh, no one wanted to share anything, right? If I ask, hey, how, how'd you get hit by this or that or how did that work? No one wanted to share anything. Hmm. Uh, people thought, why are we, why am I going to tell you how the attacker is doing things? Because now you can do them themselves. And I think we've reached this kind of um, point where, you know, I mean, we should know what the attackers are doing. Let's just put it out there. They're going to figure it out anyways. They're sharing it amongst themselves. Um, so it should be out there so that as defenders, we can understand things. So I think first and foremost, you know, the fact that this consortium uh, MITRE uh, group uh, for the Center for Threat Informed Defense has been put together. Uh, and even though it's, it's technically right, a, a kind of a closed group, at least at the level when we're directly doing the research. But I mean, just the level of openness and sharing uh, was one of the one of the first pieces that to me was very striking and I think just shows the degree of maturity that we have in the state of cybersecurity today. That in mind, we obviously have a long way to go, but I think initiatives such as this are going to help us get there. That's awesome. That's really cool. I mean, um, when I first heard that Attack IQ was doing it, like the, my eyes got wide and got really excited about it. So let's let's dig in a little bit into the emulation plan. And on the website, we'll see some images and there'll be some links to the actual plan itself for the launch. But can you sure. walk through a little bit of like what is it intended to do and, and how does it help the cybersecurity community overall? Yeah, so um, so let me back up a little bit. So as part of the, sure. the Center for the Threat Informed Defense, uh, you know, one of the things that MITRE is doing is based on feedback from us and other organizations, um, you know, they're setting out a set of research projects that you know we can subscribe to. So ourselves and and three others decided that Fin6 was an area of investment for us and that we wanted to generate this emulation plan template. And that's the, you know, why we're talking today is ourselves and, and, and three other organizations uh, decided that, that creating an emulation plan around FIN6 was important. And that, that, that's really why we're here today. Uh, now, for the FIN6 project, the, the objective uh, was to create an emulation plan. Uh, that term emulation plan is going to be very, you've heard it before, because MITRE actually did emulation plans for APT3 and APT29. Um, so for those of you that are uh, knowledgeable in that, the difference here is that this is something that we developed as part of our group. And the objective of APT3 and APT29 was for MITRE to walk through, you know, do the analysis and tell you this is what APT3 did, this is what APT29 did, and we've ran it against these vendors. Here are the results. Allowing you as a defender, uh, as an informed defender, uh, to take that context to make sure that your same technology is, is doing you know, if not better, at minimum, the same that MITRE has found. Mm -hmm. So now what we're doing is we're creating an emulation plan for FIN6. And while we're not going to run it against, you know, 12 different EDR vendors or however many, you know, MITRE selected as part of, you know, round one and round two, uh, what we are going to produce is an analysis of what FIN6 has done based on publicly available threat intelligence. So not, you know, some shadowy stuff that we can share and put out there in the world. Based on that information, we've distilled that down into the tactics, techniques, and procedures that FIN6 is known to execute and basically define these are the typical uh, things that we observe when FIN6 is found within an organization. So at a high level, what we've done is we've actually you know, broke it down into phases. Uh, and as we get into, well, I won't get into this yet, but you know, for FIN6, we did it in a phased approach where phase one was the collection and initial activity phase. And then phase two was a more pointed one Right, focus on targeting the POS or maybe uh, you know targeting a, a normal kind of brick and mortar system. So uh, you know what that allows is that if I'm an analyst and I know I manage our POS systems, then I probably want to focus on that piece 
um, because it's probably going to target me as an example. So that was the output. And the idea here is that as an analyst, I can go get the simulation from, from MITRE. I can read, you know, almost the cliff notes on what it, what it means at a very detailed level, what attack techniques are involved and how they actually play out over time, assuming this, um, you know, bad actor was in my organization. Mm -hmm. and as an analyst, I can now step-by-step -step recreate this behavior almost with a very simple cut and copy paste, right? Uh, and recreate this behavior so I can make sure that my environment is working effectively. And just to kind of, uh, you know, finish this, the objective here is not just to produce that, but this is gonna be a template so that the entire MITRE community can use it as a basis to generate their own emulation plans and generate emulation plans for FIN7, FIN8, FIN9, FIN10. Those don't exist, by the way, I'm just joking. But right, the point is that the entire MITRE community can use this as a model to submit other emulation plans so that as a community, we can grow this knowledge base and get better together. That's interesting. I mean, is it kind of like a, the, the GitHub of emulation plans then? Uh, yeah, I think I think that's that's a, that's a good analogy to kind of use, right? Um, you know, I think uh, it, it's going to become a library where you can go in and grab that emulation plan. And and what's great, you know, uh, it can either be ran step by step, like I talked about uh, manually. One of the big pieces that was uh, a, uh, a requirement for this project is also to spit out a little JSON object, which means we can ingest that and do things in a programmatic fashion as well. Obviously here at Attack IQ, we're absolutely gonna take advantage of that, uh, given that we automate you know, security testing with our platform today. Uh, but that also allows other organizations to pull that context into their process in a programmatic fashion as well. So it's not just uh, you know, a manual for doing an imagination plan, but it also gives you those tools so that you can do things at that kind of programmatic level too. Jose, you say JSON, but did you mean YAML? I did mean YAML. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's a YAML? What is a YAML? Uh, a YAML is just a simple, well, simple human readable uh, a way of expressing data. So a lot mm -hmm. of uh, um, applications use the YAML format to you know transmit data amongst one another. Might be one use case. That's interesting. I mean, if I was to mention what a YAML is to my son, he would think it's like an animal for a book or something. So, <laughs> so this is the interface that that. Um, the security operation, a security member would have when they're trying to use the emulation plan. Is that what that is? Yeah. So if, we, if I wanted to take the emulation plan and put it into something like MITRE Caldera, or mm -hmm. from our perspective, right, we want to grab that YAML file and have attack IQ uh, generate uh, and recreate this attacker behavior. That's exactly what it's there, uh, which is provide all the context necessary to run the emulation plans. Cool. And that we'll put something like that up on the website so that you can see it, folks, so that you can actually have context for what Jose is talking about. Um, now, what was it like? So MITRE would write one of these on the uh, would write an emulation plan on their own for APT3 or APT29. What was the experience like doing this as a group? Um, and and what did you what did you offer and what did you learn? Yeah, so doing this as a group, I think, was was uh, was definitely a, a good experience for me personally. I definitely enjoyed kind of getting uh, into the weeds a little bit. Uh, and uh, yeah, working with the MITRE team was was, was amazing. Uh, the team there, um, you know, you'll see the, the, the quality of the work, uh, but the team there did an amazing job. And, um, you know, really from, um, you know, the objective of this project, we we're able to, um, what was the question, geez. <laughs> Just yeah, lost. It's so like, funny. Jose shaves his head. We're not cutting this. We're, we're keeping all this. He shaves his head and all of a sudden he can't think straight. So this, 
<laughs> so the longer my hair gets, the smarter I get. That should be the case. So we're, we're talking about um, like what it was like to, to, to work with the group. And I think the interesting thing is we built a, a cyber range. It was a virtual range mm-hmm. in which folks could test the emulation plan. Is that right? Uh, yeah, so a big involvement, big piece of involvement on, on our side and, and what I did is we actually provided a cyber range uh, for ourselves and, and other contributors uh, to take the emulation plans and, and run through them, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, most of the organizations had, had taken the emulation plans and run them in their own environment. Uh, but, you know, this isn't just for us. Uh, this is for the entire community. So, um, we, you know, I was able to spin up a cyber range, uh, which is basically made up of a simple recreation of a, of a corporate environment. Domain controller, uh, we had a SIM, and we also had a number of machines, you know, connected to that domain controller. So that allowed us to have testing grounds. I was able to walk through it as a novice analyst, uh, trying to walk through these emulation plans. And it was just a space for myself and for the entire MITRE team involved in this project uh, to really test on. You know, we, I, we use it to validate, you know, controls and configurations as part of our process internally. And it was uh, something that we could share with the group, which was really cool. And I, I think they really appreciated that we were able to provide that. And it really helped validate uh, some of the pieces uh, of the emulation plans that you see today. That's awesome. And you're going to teach a class on 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 how to do emulation planning going forward. Is that through Attack IQ Academy or how, how are you doing that? I am. Yeah. So I think uh, for towards the end of this month, uh, I'm going to finish this up. So uh, we should see something up next month. Uh, and I'm basically going to give a, a little master class, which is going to walk you through how to develop your own emulation plans as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, from reading Third Intel, converting that into MITRE TTPs to actually generating uh, the emulation plans, which is the, the outcome of this project. That's awesome, man. That's mm-hmm. really great. Well, here's like an early advanced plug for Jose's emulation plan class. So sign up if you want to build an emulation plan. Um, and 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 learn about about that process because he's obviously he's a researcher, but you you know you've been doing this now with the CTID and it's pretty awesome. Um, can I the one thing I want to make sure we talk about is um, the emulation plan for Fin6 was built out of the CTID process, but Attack IQ also has recently built counter ransomware capabilities into the security optimization platform in order to test if you're if you're a hospital, if you're any organization in the world that's concerned about ransomware, and we know hospitals are getting hit especially hard over the last few years, particularly under coronavirus, because they're more susceptible and more vulnerable, and doctors are more stressed, they just want to pay the ransomware. Um, and we had Siobhan Gorman do a great webinar uh, last week, which you can also see on our website about you know, best practices for managing ransomware. But the security optimization platform has... Um, Ryuk, and what's the other one? Oh, I want to say Lady Gaga. That's not what it's called. Yeah, uh, Ryuk, uh, most recently Wasted Locker. I mean, there's been so many <laughs> just mm-hmm. this year alone. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think Ryuk and Wasted Locker are, have been the bigger players lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we definitely have some some earlier, you know, uh, ransomware as well. But those are the ones that we've recently kind of released in focus. And, you know, the objective there is, is the same as with the emulation plans to a certain degree, right? Um, mm-hmm. You have a... Uh, ransomware strategy that we discussed last time on this podcast. Uh, well, let's let's run that Ryuk, let's run that wasted locker, uh, you know, methodology, and let's make sure that that plan actually stands up as expected, um, you know, to this attacker behavior. Um, so that that's those are the kind of things that we put out there. Some of those do align with the same uh, tactics that Fin6 did, uh, and, and but, but of course we cover some of the other areas too. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, well, that's really cool, man. Congratulations for building this and like working with the the CTID on this. Um, 
What are some of your hopes for the CTID going forward as we as we close out this podcast today? Yeah, for the CTID going forward, I mean, I think there was a good amount of, of organizations that joined initially. Um, you know, I'm excited to see this grow. Um, you know, I expect uh, other members to join, uh, which means that other players in, in our industry can help contribute. And I mean, we have organizations globally contributing to this. So it's not just, you know, within the United States. Um, so I think that's really exciting. Um, I think what's also really exciting is we have a number of other projects that we've been involved in. We'll talk about those at the appropriate time. Uh, but mm-hmm. Fin6 is just a start. And I can think of at least, you know, four other uh, projects that we're involved in. Uh, you know, uh, well, I should say just as a whole, uh, you know, we're involved in that, uh, the next level of how those things are combined, put together uh, and, and help provide a, a joint uh, set of capabilities. Uh, I think I'm really excited for that as well, right? These emulation plans are, are, are the first step towards that, uh, but we're going to see a lot more uh, output that individually is going to be very valuable for us. Uh, but once put together, it's going to have extreme value for us you know, not just at the analyst level, uh, but organizationally, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well. That's awesome. I mean, you can ultimately, like, as you can see on our, our solutions page on the website, uh, www.attackiq.com, we've got all these different solutions that the, the security optimization platform provides as you deploy emulation plans and assessments against your security controls to reveal performance data about your technology and your teams and your processes. And that, um, obviously, for, for a financial uh, threat actor, for anyone who's trading um, financial information, uh, point of sales, uh, ransomware, like anywhere there's money being transacted, you want to pay attention to these kinds of groups that you know are going to come after you. Um, but uh, but you know the the ability to to run emulations and, and do that is really a part of our process, and that's why we're building blueprints, which are step by step approaches for for companies to figure out how to do this and, and how to how to get the most out of the security optimization platform. Cool, Jose. Thank you, man. We awesome. gotta do this more often. Yeah, we yeah, gotta do it more often. This wasn't this wasn't too too hard. Yeah, we can definitely do this a little bit more. Um, to be yeah. clear, you're still being recorded, so this is your farewell to the community as you uh, lean back in your chair. Oops. Hi, <laughs> community. Yeah, no, this is this is great. I, I definitely enjoy these. We should definitely do it again. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, anytime, Jonathan. I'm here. Let me know. Always Look at happy. that face. How can you guys resist that face? We're gonna come back for more, Jose. Thanks, Jose. Really appreciate it, man. Yep, see you soon. Take care.